Welcome to That's the Ticket, a travel podcast for people with itchy feet. My name is Renat. And my name is Vanessa. This podcast is all about practical tips and meaningful conversations. We cover lots of topics, including but not limited to planning and social travel, getting the most out of your trips and communicating, travel tips, and more. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining, joining us. us. Hello, Nate. Welcome to the show. Well, bow wow, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Awesome. We're really excited to have you. Um, so I'm going to give a little introduction. Uh, you are the planner and chauffeur for Rescue Dogs Peanut Butter Brickle and Digby Pancake. I think that that's probably uh, overestimating my job skills, but yes, that is indeed <laughs> what I do. <laughs> Uh, so you combine your love of travel, repurposing, animal rescue, and a vegan lifestyle into creative projects, quote unquote, <laughs> on the road. I love and this film. You and <laughs> love it. You and Rachel, who is known as Girl Person, have been traveling with Brickle and Digby since 2011. And you've shared your everyday adventures on a daily blog every weekday for almost a decade. Wow. And you have over a million social media fans. Wow. <laughs> well, Brickle and Digby have over a million. Oh. Uh, my, myself and uh, Rachel do not. <laughs> but uh, certainly the, the dogs Aww. do. And we like to refer to them not really as social media, media followers, but more as friends of Brickle and Digby because hmm. we really truly feel that that's what they are. They're, they're friends. If you are a friend, a Brickle and Digby, Aww. then you are a friend of ours <laughs> as well. Aww. I love it. Okay, so we know you, you are also passionate about raising awareness about rescue dogs. Yes. Which we will get into in, in a little bit. But first, uh, we are really excited to have you here and we love the concept of your website and podcast. Thank you. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about them? Well, the... The website is, is basically highlighting the travels of Brickle and Digby. It's basically travel through their eyes. Mm -hmm. We merely write a dog blog every day based on <laughs> what they tell us <laughs> because they're smarter than us. But uh, that's really the concept. It's a concept of seeing how dogs view things in the world, not just travel, but their day-to-day -day lives, even when they're not traveling, and what we as people can learn from animals in the way that they deal with situations, in the way that they deal with life. So many times we kind of compare ourselves as human beings to each other, and we try to gain insight on our own lives mm -hmm. through the lives of other people, but we view it a little bit differently. We try to gain insight on our own lives by watching how Brickle and Digby view situations that take place on a daily life. And by doing that, it certainly has helped us uh, through our time. Uh -huh. Yeah, That's it's really, really awesome. interesting mind experiment to try to see things from the perspective of uh, two dogs. Sure. 
Sure. And uh, it, it, like I say, it's helped us. Mm-hmm. It's not just something mm-hmm. that we're making up. Uh, it certainly has helped us to put things in perspective. And we hope that it's helped many of the friends of Brickle and Digby as well deal with some of the problems that they face on a daily basis. And mm-hmm. especially right now with what everybody is going through you know, trying to get a little bit of good news through the dog's eyes certainly would right. be good for everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've been avid followers of uh, all of you, <laughs> really. But of course, the two dogs are the ones wow. who are kind of front and center, right? And and we love right. uh, seeing their pictures and seeing the adventures that they go on. And they're just so cute. I actually pulled up a photo of them and I'm looking at them right now. Mm-hmm. And they just look like such <laughs> loving, friendly dogs. So that's so awesome. Thank you so much. They're much cuter than myself, and so that's why we put Aww. them uh, front and center. Um, I like to say that uh, I am the least attractive out of the four of us, myself, and uh, someone who I like to call my ray of sunshine, uh, someone that uh, I've been with a great uh, deal of time. And uh, so her, along with our two dogs, they're the more attractive. I think for sure you are the most modest one. Yes, <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thank you. That's very kind of you guys to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, because we've been following you for a while, um, we really thought it'd be fun to have you on the podcast and talk about your sort of unique travel experience. So I guess that leads me to my next question, which is, are you and your furry friends traveling these days with COVID and all the world craziness? Well, it would be very easy for me to say the exact same things that we all could say, that this is a very difficult time. It's been difficult for us and go on and on in that vein. But in reality, we count ourselves very fortunate. We, although being affected by the pandemic, having travel restrictions and those type of things, the four of us are healthy. We mm-hmm. haven't had any friends or family that have been adversely affected in a physical way by this pandemic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. from that standpoint, we count yeah. ourselves very, very fortunate. Travel has been affected, but we still are able to travel on a much smaller scale than what we were engaging in previously. But the great thing about RV travel, which is what we primarily do with Brickle and Digby, there are so many places that you can go and, well, I mean, it sounds kind of bad, but get away from people. And uh, that's, <laughs> that's what we do. And so, yes, we, we are still traveling. But again, we're taking quite a bit shorter trips, not planning mm-hmm. so far ahead uh, so that uh, mm-hmm. we can kind of take things as they go and try to stay in line with all of the restrictions that uh, come down the line. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And doing it as safe as possible, right? Right. Um, are you at liberty to say where you are now in the world? Yes. Actually, we're excited to always tell people where we're at. Uh, currently, we're in the North Georgia mountains, the state, not the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it, <laughs> Yeah, that would be a far trip. And you were just saying you're trying to keep it a little I shorter. <laughs> I know. We have been here actually for the last several months in this area. We've moved about quite a bit. In the area that we're mm-hmm. at right now, though, in North 
Western Georgia. Uh, we've been here for about mm -hmm. a month, which typically we haven't stayed that long in an area, but again, we're trying to take longer stays and experience mm -hmm. more of the local area. And that way we can kind of uh, make our trips a little bit safer and more planned uh, mm -hmm. on a short-term basis than what we have before. But here in North Georgia, if people have not been here, you know, you think of Georgia, and I don't know if you think of beautiful mountains like they have here uh, in Northern Georgia, the basic southern end of the Blue Ridge Mountains, and they are spectacular. Mm -hmm. And we get to hike on a daily basis with Brickle and Digby because that is one of their favorite things to do. The weather has been tremendous and uh, seeing the, the changing leaves and just the waterfalls to hike to, the creeks, the mountaintops, everything is just tremendous. So even though we're not traveling on the scale that we were before currently, it still has been very, mm -hmm. very rewarding. Uh -huh. Yeah, I should check Georgia sometime. Yes. Yeah, I think I've never been there. <laughs> all you've got to I've do is... I've never been there either. You've never been there. Well, all you've got to say is uh, no. <laughs> is, is y'all. Uh, they love the word y'all. Yeah. And uh, we're, <laughs> we're from the South, both myself and my Ray of Sunshine, as I like to call her. And um, mm -hmm. she has much more of a Southern accent than myself but uh, it's a very uh, welcoming place here in the north georgia mountains and they certainly have welcomed uh, the four of us with uh, open arms and we appreciate our time here and uh, if you guys can a bit of that it, southern hospitality yes yes uh -huh. that's right. okay <laughs> i'll put it on my list great yeah. great <laughs> awesome we're both, uh, Renat and I, have lived in various places uh, in North America and other places, and but somehow, I guess we've never gotten to Georgia. <laughs> right. Well, again, it's a place that, as you guys know from traveling, so many places don't get the recognition, don't get the highlights that people put in that mm -hmm. so-called bucket list <laughs> that they have. And right. that's, a, right. that's understandable, but... You know what? You're not always going to get to go to some of those highlight places because of various reasons. Right. Sometimes mm -hmm. if we look at lesser known places, oftentimes if we look very close to where we may currently be at that time living, there are so many fantastic mm -hmm. things to to see and do and to learn from. And so we try to encourage everyone, you don't have to travel across the country or for that matter, across the globe, even though we recommend all those types of travel, you can just travel mm -hmm. very locally and learn so much. And really, that's what travel is all mm -hmm. about. I'm sure you'll agree, is learning. Right. Because as yeah. you learn, you become a better person. And hopefully, that person that you become influences others to become better as well. I agree. Yeah. And I'm for traveling any place I haven't been to before, because I think every place is is, is different and yes. has its own uniqueness. And absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, we'll also visit there sometime. Yeah. Um, so you you've been doing it already for a while. So how is it for you to travel with two dogs? It's everything. It's and with Rachel. <laughs> it is frustrating. 
but <laughs> it's amazing. It's <laughs> exhilarating, but it's exhausting. It's all of those good and bad things, and they all kind of melt together to, at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, to kind of manifest those feelings, not in words, but with just smiles. And that's what uh, myself mm -hmm. and my ray of sunshine always do every night and every morning as we sit there with the dogs and reflect on the day ahead or the day that has ended. We uh -huh. just smile. And yeah. that's what traveling with a pet, it doesn't have to be a dog. It can be a cat. It can be any, we've seen people travel with goats. We've seen <laughs> people travel with, with rabbits, um, awesome. all types of different things. And it really, I would say, heightens your senses to some things. It may dull your senses in others, but it heightens it in the ones that mm. certainly can put a smile on your face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have one dog and I have traveled with her and awesome. my husband and I. And uh, it is just amazing, like seeing her experience new places mm. and all the smells and mm. she runs around and she just, uh, she loves it. She loves the car. Like when we go in the car, she's right there. She's like, let's go. And it's, it's so yeah, rewarding, and, and so I definitely, I have traveled with my cats too. <laughs> awesome. We see people yeah. all the time in the campgrounds with cats mm -hmm. on leashes nice. and uh, it, it's great. And yeah. as far as like you say, the dogs experiencing the smells, you hit it. They are experiencing travel in a different way than we are, but we can learn from them. When I see Brickle and Digby sniffing out the window, uh, <laughs> I know this <laughs> sounds weird, but I want to, I want to know what they're smelling. I'm like, uh -huh. well, what is that? Many times it's been That's not weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I hang my head out the window, as we're driving down the road, that looks a little weird. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when they are, are so, keen on certain senses that they have smell of course being uh, one of the, the main ones and recently we were camped in an area here in the north georgia mountains and digby began to smell something late at night and began to to bark quite a bit and i'm glad he did because we had forgot to shut the outside door to the rv we only had the screen door and there was a fairly large bear that was yeah. <laughs> outside oh, goodness. and yeah and and rather than be afraid we were obviously a little bit concerned that he was going to try to jump in the rv and it was going to be two traveling dogs and one bear but <laughs> it actually was just great to see digby experiencing that smelling that bear outside and for the rest of the, our time there, it was like he would just go around the campsite smelling for that bear. And so they experienced things different. And as a side note, the bear did take one of our chairs into the woods. And uh, yeah, so there's a bear out there with, <laughs> with a chair and a backpack, if you can believe that. Oh, man. Hmm. What is that bear going to do with those? <laughs> well, he's going to go hiking. And when he's tired, he's going to sit in the chair. You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. That's that's a very that's a good story for sure. <laughs> well, that's the amazing thing about traveling with animals as you yourself has have had the experience. You leave with stories, you know. You're you're going to always have stories no matter right. how you travel. Whether you travel solo, whether you travel with a companion or a whole group of people. But with animals, you 
tend to have different types of stories because again, mm-hmm. you're, mm-hmm. you're seeing different things. You're experiencing different things. And it's great because some of the places that we've went to, first of all, myself alone, and mm-hmm. then both of us, myself and uh, Ray of Sunshine together, we had different experiences. And now that we're going back to those same places with Brickle and Digby, our experiences change yet again. Uh-huh. So you don't have to go to someplace new all the time. You merely have to experience it with a different person or in our case, a, a different animal. Right, <laughs> and you yeah. begin to get different experiences that can help you. It makes That's sense. Really awesome. Yeah, it makes total sense. I never thought about it that when you, you, when you travel with, I don't know, a different kind of being, it will give you <laughs> a different perspective on, on where you travel. I, and I'm, Since yeah. they have senses that, that we don't have. I mean, their smelling sense is much better than ours. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I am so glad that you think that what I said actually made sense because I'm sure a lot of your listeners are probably like, that guy makes no sense whatsoever. And, you know, that's kind of what happens when you spend your no, life with a dog. No, no. You know what? I think it, it really reminds me of a book I just read of Matt Haig that is called The Humans. Mm-hmm. And It's, it's basically an alien that comes to Earth and all the story is told from his perspective. So the alien tells the story and then you see how he looks at things that we do and you get a completely different perspective on what we do through his eyes. So every time wow. that you say that you get a different experience through perspective, uh, peanut butter and Digby's eyes, mm-hmm. I like, I think of, oh, yeah, it's like the alien perspective in this book. <laughs> well, you know, that, that book was based on me, the alien. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. But yeah, I, th- that sounds like a very interesting book. Actually, I, I'd love to read it because it sounds like, yeah, it's kind of what we have been experiencing traveling with these dogs. And yeah, I mean, it's a different, a different perspective helps people. Helps us all, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's really great. Thank you for that insight. And actually, um, you've given us so much to chew on and think about in that answer. But when you think about other people who want to start traveling with their animals, with their dogs, with their cats, their whatevers, what would be your number one piece of advice for them? Just to do it. I, that's, a simple, <laughs> that's a simple piece of advice. But it's a real piece of advice. I think a lot of times we as people, especially in the age that we live in where information is just so overwhelming, we always want to get the right this, the tip, the hack, the whatever it is. (laughs) And you know what? You're going to make do. And because you kind of go through it, it's going to be different for you. Sometimes not knowing, and sometimes that's better. I, I'm not saying do anything that would be unsafe or anything else, and I, I guess that probably would be the number one thing is make sure that um, you know you and your pet are safe. You know that's the biggest thing, but but just to do it and, and not be so concerned. You know for us, we travel mostly, like I say, in an RV, and that's an excellent way to travel because especially right now, 
you have your home with you no matter where you go. So, you know, we can, uh, we can, the dogs come back from going anywhere. We bathe them first, you know, outside, and then we take the precautions necessary as well. Mm -hmm. And it's great to be able to do that. And RVs are a great way to travel for people with pets. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes people look at them and they're like, well, those things are super expensive. And some are, don't get me wrong, but there's so many that are used that you can pick up. Uh, So many people uh, get very small ones that they can tow behind a very small car. Many people go in a tent and that's great too. No matter how you get out there into, you know, as it's called the great outdoors, well, do it. I mean, it's just awesome. It's awesome to do. So again, I would just say, just get out there and do it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so I, I just wonder, since you, since you say you see things from their eyes, could you tell us a bit about Peanut Butter and Digby's personalities? Wow. I mean, they <laughs> are opposites in a lot of ways, similar in some. Peanut Butter Brickle, he is, he's an accusing dog. I will say that. You know, he <laughs> will look at you and wonder what your motives are behind everything that you do. <laughs> He's very observant of everything that goes on around him as well as suspicious. And that includes, you know, me sometimes. He'll look at me like, what are you wanting? You want to take my cracker? And it's like, he's very, very suspicious of things, <laughs> but an incredibly observant dog that helps us a great deal when we've been lost in the woods i you know look to him and i'm like hey would you get us out of here and it's right. like he'll he'll do it because he paid attention to to which way we went and and things like that but a, a very wonderful dog kind to so many living things whether it be you know a, a person that wants to to meet him or Uh, a kitten, you know, sometimes dogs and cats, people are like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. get along. Well, you know what? They, they can get along. But at the same time, his personality is such that if you walked up upon the campsite uh, and he didn't know who you were, wow, you would think, wow, this dog seems, he seems a little angry, mm-hmm. you know, and you'd be a little bit maybe frightened. But then, you know, once he gets to know you and things like that, he's, he's much different. Mm-hmm. Now, with that same person walking up on the campsite, if they were to meet him more on neutral ground, let's just say right out to the, to the roadway of the campsite, he would be a completely different dog. He understands that his job is to somewhat take care of us all. And that is indeed what he does. Now, Digby mm-hmm. <laughs> is just the opposite. Now, like I say, I will give Digby credit. He saved us from the bear. <laughs> so we're, we're going we're gonna to give him credit right. for that. But Digby is just the happiest dog you will ever meet. He does not look on anybody mm-hmm. in an accusing manner. He takes the best out of everybody, mm-hmm. assumes the best, and he just wants to live. He just wants to experience uh-huh. things. I've never seen a dog love everything so much. Like he wants to eat so much. He mm-hmm. loves it. When he sleeps, he sleeps as hard as he can sleep, snoring and dreaming and things like that. Whereas, you know, Brickle will always keep one eye open. So their personalities are completely different. And their personalities 
have helped the two of us as well develop our own personalities in a better way and you know learn as well our own differences so yeah they are completely opposite but together on on many things because they love to hike together they love different things though mm-hmm. uh in the scenery you know brickle loves the beach and digby uh-huh. loves the mountains and that's kind of the that's kind of the way it is so they're opposite but they do share mm-hmm. uh, a lot together it's much like myself and ray do as people we're different but we share a lot as well that's cool okay and and where have you traveled together with them all of you we have traveled to the lower 48 states uh-huh. currently wow. we went back and forth across the country many many times and so now we're kind of uh, going back over many of the states that we've already been seeing things that maybe we haven't seen to begin with so we continue to to travel with them across uh, the country like I mentioned earlier on a more limited scale mm-hmm. currently but uh, in the upcoming year we have some great things planned as well so our travels will continue and it's more now about going back and seeing things that maybe we haven't mm-hmm. seen before or maybe things that we didn't get to spend as much time at uh, uh, you know mm-hmm. before and of course there's you know hopefully mm-hmm. in the future when this pandemic as we all are are hoping for and uh, wanting everyone to To have a better life from this we're hoping that in the future we can uh, go on up to Alaska mm-hmm. and Canada and things like yes, that come as well. visit us visit in the frozen north Can- Canada <laughs> you know yeah. we're in Canada well I have I've been to Canada and I love it uh, there's there's so many things that I love and Digby you know his his middle name there is pancake mm-hmm. and uh, Maple syrup <laughs> on pancakes. You uh-huh. can't beat now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, yes. And yeah, Canada is, is certainly something that uh, we had planned for quite some time. And now it's kind of just on hold, but certainly mm-hmm. not canceled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So what would be like one of your favorite places that you visited with the dogs? Well, you know, that is something that... I'm sure that's a hard question. <laughs> I, it's a question that changes on mm-hmm. a daily basis, not the question, but the answer changes on a daily mm-hmm. basis, because depending on my mood, depending on Ray's mood, uh, you know, whatever our mood may be, and depending on the dog's mood for that matter, it yeah. may be something different. You know, right now, things are getting a little bit cooler up here in the Georgia mountains. So all of a sudden, All the things that I think about going, wow, you know what I loved? It had to do with warmth. You know, I was like, oh, man, mm. I want to go somewhere warm. So it's right. like, so today, it, you know, it, it could be, you know, something of a warm destination. When it's summer, it could be, you know, um, the coast of Maine or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. always will change. And I think that that's okay. I think it's okay not to, per se, have a favorite But mm-hmm. to always keep all of your memories close to your heart so that you can bring them up whenever you're facing something throughout the day and think about that. And at that moment, I feel like that is my favorite. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's an answer that's not really an answer, but it's truly, <laughs> it's truly the way I feel, that it just, it just depends on the moment. 
<laughs> it's okay. We I like this totally kind fair. of answers. Yeah. Yeah, we like the answers that kind of make us think All right. and, and the answers that come from the heart, right? Right. So, right. Yeah. And yeah. and most of my answers are answers that come from the heart, but they're certainly confusing <laughs> to the mind. So I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem at all. Um, so we did mention earlier that you and Ray are um, very passionate about rescue dogs. And you have this project, Make Rescues the Breed of Choice. And we're kind of wondering if you can tell us a little bit about that. Sure. You know, we hear slogans like, make rescues the breed of choice. Of course, a popular <laughs> one, adopt, don't shop. And mm-hmm. those are those are great things to to keep in our minds but you know making rescues the breed of choice is something deeper for us Mm -hmm. not everyone can adopt an animal not Mm -hmm. uh, everyone can foster an animal not everyone can volunteer at the animal shelters or the animal rescues but as ray always likes to to say she says you may not be able to do all those things but you can do something. There is Mm -hmm. such a great need for the help of animals throughout the world. And Mm -hmm. when we first started traveling, we did so to draw attention, not just to the animals. A, A lot of people are doing that and that's so important, but we wanted to try to draw attention to the people that are actually doing this work. There's so many people that are working at these shelters that are fostering, that are volunteering, that are doing all these different things. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to show people the face, the human face behind animal rescue and how mm-hmm. great these people are and what mm-hmm. they're doing. When we talk about making rescues the breed of choice, it's about being considerate, being mm-hmm. kind. It's, it's about taking note out of our busy day to recognize that animals are valuable. And mm-hmm. all you have to do is, is really think about that, to dwell on it in your mind. And that's going to motivate you to do something. Maybe it's just mentioned to someone who's looking for a pet. Hey, you know, there's a shelter right down the road, you know, I, right. I've even, I'll even check online for you. What, what type of dog, what type of cat are you looking for or whatever? Maybe mm-hmm. um, it just causes you to maybe mention to someone, you know, hey, you don't really need to, to, to maybe, you know, treat your animal in, in that way. You know, I, he, he's not, he's not really acting out. He just, you know, needs some exercise or something like that. Maybe I can walk him for you or whatever the case, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's just about kindness. So many right. times we are quick to jump on other people for the way that they treat their animals or mm. that they gave them up or whatever the case mm-hmm. without considering all of the things that, that go around that without yeah. considering Maybe we could lend a hand with with certain <laughs> things, you know. Maybe you yeah. see somebody that's, you know, that maybe they're having a difficult time through the pandemic. Maybe they've, uh, you know, lost their job or whatever the case. If you mm-hmm. have a, some a few extra dollars, how much would they appreciate you, you know, dropping off, you know, something for their their animal, whether it be a, mm-hmm. you know, something to eat or, or something else that would help them out a little bit. The great mm-hmm. thing about the shelters and the rescue organizations is they have a lot of those programs in place for people on mm-hmm. low incomes or facing difficult mm-hmm. times. But a lot of times people are, 
they have pride. And a lot of times they're a little bit reluctant to maybe take advantage of those programs. Maybe mm-hmm. talk to those people and, and show them that, hey, that's okay. You know, that's all right to do. I'll go down and get it for you. You know, you can say it's right. all about that. Making rescues the breed of choice. Those are just some examples. And I'm not saying you have to do those. You can do whatever in your own mind, whatever is the right thing for you yeah. to do. You can do. And that's what making rescues the breed of choice is. It's more than just adopting yourself. It's about kindness and consideration of the animals that are in need around you as well Mm -hmm. as the people that are Mm -hmm. in need. And that includes, like I say, these organizations, you know, sometimes just Mm -hmm. donating to them. The work that they do is incredible. What Ray and I do, we always say is nothing. We, we don't do anything compared to these people. These people are, it's, you know, they're giving not only of their time, but they're giving of their hearts. And it's an Mm -hmm. emotional, an emotional thing to be working at those shelters and those rescues. So we applaud them and we applaud everyone who's just being kind and taking (laughs) care and considering the animals in need. It also has value. Yes. Yeah, huge. Renat, do you mind if I share about my dog? Sure, yeah, go ahead. I just think that you might uh, find this interesting, Nate. Um, If it's about a dog, dog... I find it interesting. (laughs) I'm going to show you. (laughs) My dog is from Taiwan, and uh, we rescued her. We did not go to Taiwan. She was sent over to us, um, but she was rescued through an amazing organization called Sarah Dogs. It's C-E-R-A, and it's Canine Mm -hmm. Education and Resource Association, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, they are just these amazing people who, funnily enough, uh, we used to live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Mm -hmm. and the, the rate of rescue, of rescuing dogs in Vancouver is very high. So we actually couldn't find a dog to rescue near us. That's great. (laughs) Right? I know it's, you know, a great problem to have. And so we decided to go through this organization that I already knew about. And so they did a home, you know, checkup with us and they met us and they told us about the dog that we were interested in, who is our dog now. And um, they sent us videos and all sorts of things. And then they sent her over on a plane, which I know was not super fun for her. But now she has this, she was a street dog and she was sick on the street. And now I'm not trying to be like, yay us, but like she has a very comfortable home now. She's gained some weight in a good way, you know, and (laughs) and, um, we just love her so much. And one of my dreams actually is to actually go to Taiwan and maybe help out because this organization has people in Canada and in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to go and maybe help out with their organization sometime, just go for a couple weeks and and volunteer my time or maybe even rescue another dog directly from Taiwan or something Mm -hmm. like that. And uh, I would I would love that. So yeah, that's our little our little dog story. She's a great dog. See, and, and I mean, so it's affected both of you, even though uh, it's her dog. It's like it affects both of you. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And your story alone mm-hmm. helps out because other people hear that story. Other people say, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? That's, that sounds kind of cool, you know? And yeah. they want to be a part of that. And yeah. yes, you helped a dog. And that's mm-hmm. wonderful, as you said. Yay, you. But <laughs> it also helped you didn't it and that's the wonderful thing it's like these animals help us all you know ray and i have done i mean we really consider we've done 
Rockefeller and Digby. They've done everything. They, they make us happy, you know? And mm-hmm. it, for people to hear that mm-hmm. story that you've just told, it does help people. They will want part of that, as they should. Rescue animals, it doesn't matter if they're from the street, um, if they're from wherever, if they've had sicknesses or anything like that mm-hmm. in the in the past. The the important mm-hmm. thing is is that they're capable of love. So whatever yes. that has happened to them, they're definitely capable of that. If you give them love, they'll certainly give you that unconditionally in return. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Every everyone wins from it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, it does maybe depend a little bit on the animal because I also have two rescue cats and one of them takes a <laughs> while to warm up to people and she's warmed up to me and I'm her person. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> right. You know, cat, cats are a little finicky sometimes, but uh, I still you know they are go back and not do it. Right. Yeah. No, they mm-hmm. they are, but they in a they have their own way of showing appreciation you know totally. it's uh, i love i love cats we we currently don't have them but you know there's really there, there's no animal that i don't love i mean that yeah, sounds same yeah i mean it sounds ridiculous but you know i i spent a part of my morning this morning getting flies out of the rv in a champagne glass now uh, <laughs> you know that's mm-hmm. that's that's what i do with my time because i i value their lives. Uh, I value mm-hmm. all of our lives. And mm-hmm. I, I think by mm-hmm. just caring, if you can, doing little things like that will brighten your day, will make you a little bit happier. So you heard it here mm-hmm. first, people. If you want a good day, you help a fly out in a champagne glass. And I'm telling you, your Love day it. is bright. Yeah, your day is bright. Now, of course, awesome. I, of course, you know, I, I advise that you do not have any champagne in the champagne <laughs> glass while helping them out. Good point. Yeah. You don't want any. Yeah. You don't want any, any intoxicated flies, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. OK, so, Nate, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, where where can people find you? They can find us basically anything that has the number two traveling dogs you can find us on facebook at two traveling dogs you can find us of course on the internet at our website two traveling dogs.com you can find us on every avenue of social media (laughs) that exists and we always try to respond to people you know, uh, with any comments, sometimes it can be difficult when there, there's a lot. We do try to, you know, go to sleep at a decent hour as Brickle and Digby will not allow us to stay up too late. But, you know, we always try to answer. And uh, since this is a podcast, we, of course, want to tell everybody, you know, check out uh, our podcast as well. We like to call it the... Of course. The poll cast mm-hmm. because that's what yes. it is. It's all about dogs. Uh-huh. It's all about travel, and it's really all about nonsense. So you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's not anything that we try to to be too serious on. It's something that we just want basically everybody to, to be sitting down with us in the living room of our RV talking about <laughs> travel, and that's why it's, it's been nice. nice to talk with you guys. Uh, today as well because that's certainly what it felt like 
Awesome. That's so yeah, great. That's great. It was nice talking to you too. And we'll put all of your information in our show notes for our listeners to check out. Yeah, definitely. And thank you so much again. Thank you so Thanks. much. And give okay. Brickle and Digby some pets and hugs for us. <laughs> you know, and I'll even give them a couple of treats because pets and <gasps> hugs for me, they get a little bored about. But, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a couple of treats, you know, that that will do it. And I would just like to say, as you mentioned uh, earlier, please, to everyone out there, make rescues the breed of choice. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'd like to share a really nice review we got on iTunes. Uh, we'd like to share reviews we get because we want to thank our listeners for their kind words and let them know that we also hear them. Yes, it's nice to know that there are people that enjoy what we have to give on the other side of the microphone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this review is from Bastien Bell. I hope I say their name right. <laughs> They write, um, when you can't travel. I have listened to a lot of podcasts, but listening to this one really gave me all the smiles, especially all the COVID tips. Highly recommended for those who love traveling and can't. Aww. <laughs> Thank you so much for that review. We're so glad you're listening and that you got something out of our COVID travel tips. Mm -hmm. For those of you who haven't heard our earlier episodes, make sure to go back and listen. We think you'll find something valuable. Yes, please do that, everyone. The COVID episodes tips we recorded during the first lockdown, mm -hmm. and we're mostly about how can you use travel mindset during lockdown and how to have a creatively unique staycation at home. Yes, and they were a lot of fun to record, so please go listen. We would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. We like to know who's on the other side of the microphone. You can follow us at That's the Ticket Pod on Facebook and Instagram and at Ticket Pod on Twitter. You can also email us directly at That's the Ticket Pod at gmail.com. And please don't forget to check out our website, That's the Ticket Pod.com. Thank you for joining us.